You're listening to episode 109 of the Vine Podcast. Batching like tasks together can be a huge time saver and can also increase your productivity by up to 40%. Now, as food bloggers, it may seem like batching tasks isn't something that would naturally be easy to do, but there are actually many repetitive tasks food bloggers can learn to batch together to be more efficient and manage their time better. So in today's episode, I'm sharing what batch working is and how you can apply it to your food blog. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Vine Podcast. I am so excited to be with you here today. Now, if you are brand new to the podcast, so excited that you are checking out this episode. And I really think that managing our time better as CEOs is one of the best things that we can do to enhance our business and really to help it grow efficiently and to grow to the places that we want it to grow. And so that's why we have been doing a series over the last few months all about time management, specifically for food bloggers and how you can take control control of your time and really make the most out of it. Now I'm your host, Madison Wetherill, and I am the CEO and founder of Grace and Vine Studios. We specialize in building custom websites and brands for food bloggers who are looking to take their business to the next level. And if you are ever interested in learning about how we work with clients, if it would be a good fit for you, what the investment is, all of those details, you can always look in the show notes for the link to our website, or you can go over to graceandvinestudios.com. And click on the services tab to see how we're working with clients right now, what the timeline is, all of those details are there for you. Now, like I said, this time management series has been something that I really wanted to do because I think having control over our time is one of the best ways that we can really have control over our business. And I think so often a lot of us are feeling like we're just spinning our wheels, that we're not making progress in the way that we want to. And again, just being able to manage our time and figure out how we want to spend it is something that can make a huge impact. So if you head back into your podcast archive, you can see all of the different time management episodes that we have done. And you can also always go over to the blog page and look at them there as well. But today we're talking about batch working and what it looks like to group like tasks together when you are working on your food blog. So first, let's just start with defining what batch working is. This has been something that has really gotten popular in the last couple of years, especially in the online business space, but it's really something that we do very naturally throughout our day. And I think when we try to apply it to business, it starts to seem foreign or it seems like it it doesn't fit, but really we do this all the time in our regular lives. And so Batch working is just focusing on one type of task at a time. So instead of just washing one fork and putting it in the dishwasher, you wash an entire sink full of dishes and you put it in the dishwasher at the same time. That concept is essentially what batch working is. But when we're talking about it for your business, it's going to be like tasks for 
the repeated things that you do in your business. So things like producing content or answering emails, answering comments, replying to your readers on social media, all of those things are repeatable tasks that we do in our business. And when you do batch working, you essentially do that one type of task all at a time. So instead of answering one email, then answering one comment on Facebook, then going to your blog and replying to somebody, then going and fixing something on your blog, you are really getting laser focused on what you are spending the next chunk of time focusing on. Now, this is really important because the longer you do an activity, the more your brain is able to become more on autopilot, which means you are physically burning less calories and your brain is not working as hard to do the task. Now, it can take up to 15 minutes of doing the same type of task or the same activity to get into what is considered a flow state, which is basically that autopilot state. So when you are constantly switching tasks or trying to multitask, because we all do it, we all do it pretty poorly because it's not the way our brains are meant to function, you are decreasing your productivity by up to 40%. So when you're really able to get laser focused on a specific type of activity and really focus on that and not get distracted, you're able to be up to 40% more productive. Now, apart from all of the sort of scientific side of, you know, what batch working does and what it does to increase your productivity, you're also going to just feel better about the work that you're doing and feel less exhausted at the end of the day if you spend time really laser focusing on one type of activity at a time. So how can you get started with this idea of batch working? I highly recommend starting by figuring out which of the tasks you're able to do this with, because the truth is that not every single type of task can be done in a batch setting, but there are a lot of things that food bloggers do that are, like I said, repeatable tasks that you can definitely loop together with other like tasks. So in order to figure out what those things are, I recommend starting by time tracking your week or doing a brain dump to figure out What are the things that you're doing on a daily or weekly basis for your food blog? It can be really helpful to just start with the idea of maybe the different buckets of work that you do within your blog. So you have sort of your administrative tasks of like how you run your business. Maybe you have your business development tasks of things that you do when you are kind of putting that CEO hat on and really thinking about how to propel your business forward. And then you also have your content creation tasks that you do as well. Now within each of those buckets, you're gonna have, you know, tons of tasks, maybe hundreds of tasks that you do when you get to a really granular level. But just to start, just think about maybe what are the things that you do that repeat over time? So not the one-off email that you got or, you know, the one time a year that you file your taxes. It's really thinking about what are the things that you're doing week over week, you know, maybe even daily that you could try to start putting together in a box. Doing the time tracking exercise like we talked about in episode 85 is really just eye-opening for you to be able to see One, how often you're switching tasks, because you will probably find that when you look at that, you are switching between things really often instead of having larger chunks of time where you're working on one particular type of task. And it's also really helpful just to see the variety of things that you're doing, because so often we're switching the way that our brain is working. So we're switching from something creative to something administrative to maybe trying to think about things like a CEO. And it's really hard for our brains to get into that flow state when we are constantly switching how much energy and how much capacity each type of activity is taking from us. So once you do either a brain dump of just all the things that you do, or you do this time tracking for a little while, you'll be able to start to see some of these examples that I'm going to share of things that you can batch together. So when you are doing things like content planning, you're not just planning out one day's worth of content. You're thinking about content on a larger scale. 
even if you only are thinking about one day, you're most likely thinking about it in sections. So what is your blog post? What is your social media content? What is your email going to look like? And so you can really think about those things separately, but for more than one day at a time. When you're doing keyword research, instead of just doing research for one post, you're gonna do it for multiple posts at a time or multiple keywords at a time. When you're outlining your blog posts, maybe you outline a few at a time instead of just one. This is something that has been super helpful for me with my podcast. Instead of just outlining one episode at a time, once I get to the end of outlining one episode, my brain is in that flow state. And if I'm able to stay focused and just move to the next episode and outline that one next, I'm really able to stay in that zone and keep my brain focused on what I want to accomplish. And I'm able to get a lot more done than if I were to you know, have switched to another type of task. This example, I feel like is the one that is missed the most, which that which is testing recipes. So instead of just testing one recipe at a time, try to group together multiple recipes that you need to work on so that you can test them all at once. Especially when you're not necessarily taking pictures of a recipe, make a bunch of recipes at one time for dinner for your family, or you know, just take a day and just test a bunch of recipes at once so that you can get further ahead because this is just gonna be sort of that mindless task of cooking and you're gonna be able to get further and get more done when you're able to do multiple at once photographing recipes. Now this is not something you're going to be photographing multiple dishes at one you know, particular time, but if you have the ability to cook two or three recipes at a time and then photograph two or three recipes, now you have sort of double batched those two different tasks. And again, you're going to have two or three sets of recipes tested and recipes photographed that you now are able to take into editing and then into the blog post phase. You're able to really get more done in probably about the same amount of time or slightly more time than it would have taken you to just do the one blog post. You can also do this a little bit with writing your blog post. So when you are writing your blog post from like start to finish, you may not be able to batch this part. But again, if you're outlining the blog post or if you're writing introductions to your blog post or your SEO description, those types of things, you can definitely batch those together. Or when you are transcribing your recipes into a recipe card, do multiple at once because you tested multiple at once. As you're scheduling social media promotion, you're obviously not going to just schedule one post at a time and then be done. Sometimes we do that because we have to, but when we're able to be, you know, thinking ahead and working on more than one post at a time, you're going to be able to get further ahead on your social media calendar because you were able to just sit down and knock it out all at once. And then lastly, writing emails to your list. This is also something that I've been trying to do. Instead of just writing my one email a week, I'm writing two emails a week, but I'm writing them at the same time so that they're even a little bit more connected, but I'm just able to write them from a better place because my brain is staying in that flow state. I know that was a lot of examples, but I hope that, that at least shows you how many opportunities you have to do this as a food blogger. Now, it may feel like it actually takes more effort and more time to do it this way, and it might actually take more time at first. But what you're going to find is over time, as you adjust the way that you are working through these different sets of tasks, you are going to feel like you are getting more done with less effort because you're able to get into that flow state and you're just able to focus on things better. So the last part of sort of this experiment of batching your like tasks together is to start this process with one or two sets of tasks per week. So as I was giving examples, maybe there were a few that stood out that would sound like they'd be really easy to start with. Start with those. Instead of, you know, the next time that you have to take photos for, you know, a blog post, try to see if there's something else that you can take in the meantime. This is a really great time to be able to get ahead on your content, even if it's not a recipe you're going to share right away, but it's maybe something that you could share in a few weeks. And that's a great opportunity to get ahead and to have that blog post ready when you get there. 
So choose a few of those sets of tasks that you do repeatedly. Again, I didn't mention these in the examples I was giving, but responding to comments, replying to people on social media. If you're able to just do that in one set time, then it's going to be a lot faster to get through and it's not going to feel like you're spending all day doing that thing. Then plan out how you're going to batch that. So we've talked about before setting your weekly priorities and your daily priorities. When you go and do those things, set aside a specific time period or a time block that you're going to do that in. Once you've given this a try and you feel like it's really working, then you can go back to your ideal week that we talked about in episode 92. And you can start adding those blocks of time in when you're working on batch work specifically around a certain type of task. And this is really going to help your ideal week get shaped into a way that makes a lot of sense. And again, it's just going to make your time that much more efficient. And then once you've done this for a while, see how it's going and be willing to reevaluate. Maybe you decide that the way that your brain works is you cannot batch certain things together. Maybe sitting down and writing an entire blog post at once has to be just a one and done type of thing because you are so exhausted by the end of it. That totally makes sense and that is totally acceptable, but look for other ways that you might be able to batch work in your day so that you're able to still have this boost of productivity when you are batching tasks together. Now, I would also encourage you, if you have anyone that is working for you, so if you have a virtual assistant or anyone that's doing things for you, after you try this out and see how it's going, make sure to share it with those people who are working for you and encourage them to try it too. Because this is something that, you know, if your team is also being more efficient with their time, then it's really going to help you long-term to, you know, be having people who are being more productive and more efficient, which is going to make them feel more excited about the results that they're able to get. You know, you're hopefully will have to pay less time for, what they're doing, but they might even be able to get more done for you in the same amount of time. I hope this episode was really helpful and eye-opening for you. I like to keep these episodes short and sweet so you can just get to the meat of the idea, and I hope that you will implement this and let me know how it goes. Now, as far as our time management series goes, this is kind of the end of the ideas that I had for the series, so I would love to hear from you where you still feel maybe stuck in better time management for your food blog. If you have any ideas of other episodes that you'd like me to cover on this topic, I am all ears and I would love to hear from you. You can always connect with me over on Instagram or by sending me an email. You can also go over to the vinepodcast.com and on there, there's actually a place where you can submit a topic idea. So if you have a specific topic idea, feel free to do that there. And then finally on the Vine Podcast page as well, you can subscribe for email updates from us so that you can get those emails weekly of any new episodes that come out so that you never miss an episode. For this week, that's all I have for you, friends. I hope that you will go out and figure out how to manage your time better by batching your tasks, and I can't wait to hear how it goes from you. Until next week, friends, talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.